0: Hello, welcome to off curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I'm talking to you about Hearthstone while I am sitting here in front of my stream chat because I am recording live, and uh, this is super weird. And I will try to, um, I'll try to make this as comfortable as possible. Though there is no road, there is no road noise this week, and and no honking at people in rotaries. I apologize for that in advance, and and whatever ice cream we have left is um is safely in the freezer so we don't have that element of danger but we're live streaming so so that makes up for it um it is what day is it? it is july 9th uh 2020 it is a thursday and uh well why are you recording not in your car you may be wondering and the answer is that uh, we got more nerfs today uh it's been like almost a month since we've gotten nerfs and, uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about all those and, um, what effect that's going to have on the meta and why should we be playing priest? Uh, not, not because of nerfs, just in general, because, you know, it's a good thing for you and you're, and you're, you know, it's roughage. Um, so anyway, before we get to that, how am I doing on ladder? Uh, not great. <laughs> I, I've not, in fairness, I have not been trying super hard because this meta is just kind of like, it's, it's, I've been there, done that, and I'm not. Super invested in tryharding, and also the new Diablo season started on Friday, so I am playing a lot of Demon Hunter, but not in Hearthstone because it's way more fun to play Demon Hunter in Diablo than it is in Hearthstone. Um, but uh, but I am at like rank three with Spell Mage, and I think it's Board Controls list um, that I'm running. I'll be running it on the stream after I'm done recording the podcast, and it is uh, it's fun. It's a it's it's not running as many of the secrets. It's not running nether nether wing nether bound. I don't know whatever the four the 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 secret is that gives you the the four drop. But it's it's running enough freezes that it can keep up with uh, with demon hunter and it's. Got enough RNG to be able to hang with the slower classes, and you still get to play Puzzle Box. You get to play two copies of, P- of Power of Creation. You get to play two rolling fireballs and two um, and two deep freezes, and that that's fun. And you still get to play Reno because it doesn't count. It doesn't care about spells as much as it cares about minions. Um, so I've been having fun with it at least, which is pretty much all I'm looking for this month. Like I'm I'm actively trying to tone it down a little bit because i could feel myself getting burned out on the meta and that's not a good place to be um yeah diamond three i should i should specify not not legend three let's let's not get ahead of ourselves um but it, it's a fun it's a fun list if i find a link to wherever i found it from i'll put it in the show notes as well um but that that's not that's not why we're here <laughs> We're not here to, to to listen to me talking about how my ladder didn't didn't go. We're here because we got nerfs. And uh, we kind of were hearing that there was going to be one more set of balance changes before the next expansion launched and we were it was starting to get to the point where we were running up against Masters Tour Asia Pacific online which is next weekend it's not this coming weekend but the following weekend and these these are going live tuesday so it's going to be one of those tournaments where nobody really knows what's happening and we're getting a and and they're gonna have to i think they lock in their decks friday morning uh thursday night really if, if you're on us time so it'll be interesting to see in real time how people are approaching the uh how people are approaching the meta but it, we were starting to get, uh, you know, get worried that you know when are they going to do this? Because they if they do it too much later, then they screw up Master's Tour. But they they got it in pretty much just in the nick of time. And these are they're they're definitely trying to address both Demon Hunter again and uh, some bigger issues that are in uh, that are in the meta. And and some of these things I've kind of talked about. And and I don't remember where I've talked about them, but I'll I'll bring them up again as we get there. So um, I'm going to through the magic of technology. If you're watching on the stream, I'm going to put the um what the visual of the balance changes up on up on the stream. If you are listening to this on the podcast, I have a a link in the show notes to a full a full listing of the nerfs and. Um, we, we can just kind of start we'll start from the the upper left in this in this graphic. I'll put I'll try to put a link to the graphic in as well. So we'll start with one of the less interesting changes which is that Corsair Cache is going from give your uh, draw a weapon give it plus one plus one to draw a weapon and give it plus one durability. And I think this is this is probably good this this is it's needed just because like the damage that you can output from one of those weapons especially something like like a wrench caliber is actually pretty pretty significant and even just getting the extra swing on the durability is kind of a big deal in terms of the of the the power that you can put out because like if you think about it right like if you have a normal weapon most weapons have two durability so you're you're adding a third swing which is how, and then you're also adding plus one, so you're going from with something like a wrench caliber, you're going from six damage to twelve damage. You're doubling the amount of damage on that weapon. Um, even if you're going from a two two, then you're going from four to eight. If you it, because of because you're always drawing it first. Like we've had things like upgrade, we've had things like uh, Captain Greenskin, but usually you've swung with the weapon first. So the extra damage is mitigated a little bit. The fact that you're effectively doubling the damage of the weapon from most weapons by giving it the extra swing plus the plus one plus one is, is, is a lot. So now you're going from six to nine on a wrench caliber. You're going from um, four to six on an Ankar or on a, um, or on a live wire lance. And, and that's reasonable, right? So I, I think that, and, and it's also going to make it so that these weapons can't just um, The two attack weapons are actually going to be limited to two attack. There's a, there are some three three health taunts in the way now, and those are going to be actually stoppers for the warrior, which is which is significant because the Corsair Cache was kind of bringing that up. So it, it's going to be a, a nerf, but it's I, it's still going to be a playable card. Like you're you're not playing Corsair Cache for the extra attack, I mean, you are against priests and Mage, you are actually looking for that extra attack, but um, but you're more playing it just to get the extra swing on it and get the weapon out of the deck, even. Like, even the extra swing, you don't necessarily care, you, you want it, but you don't necessarily care as much as you do just getting the Ankar out of your deck, so um, that's still something that's going to be played the same way that Ankar was still played after it got nerfed from 3 attack to 2 attack. Uh, or 3 three durability to, to do dur- durability, rather. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a nerf to, to Warrior, but I don't think it changes the deck really at all because you're still playing Corsair Cash. It's just making it a little bit more fair. Um, Dragoncaster is also going from six to seven. I think this is good. Again, you're probably still going to play this, it's still going to play Puzzle Box. It's going to be a little bit slower. And it's going to mean that the mage is going to have to find ways to survive a little bit longer and not just puzzle box on six. Puzzle. I mean, even then, it doesn't happen all the time because you still have to have the dragon. Um, and you, you may still play it. I, I, I mean, if you're not playing it, you're probably not playing mage, if we're being honest. You're not playing Highlander mage. Because like this is the one reason for Highlander mage to exist. I mean, you have other things, but this is the primary thing. And you're keeping this in... The um in the Mulligan a lot of the time because it's that important to get it out. So the the one turn later that you're going to be able to get the puzzle box out is significant. Um, it may still be okay given the other changes that are happening because the the dragon caster... I mean the the rest of the meta is going to be slowing down a little bit more. So you may get that extra turn. It may ultimately end up as a wash. Um, if Highlander may just the a thing, this will be played. I mean it's still. Discounting box by three, it's still getting you power of creation or deep freeze out a turn earlier. Um, Even then, it's but it's when you're playing it later, it's going to do less for you because you're not going to be able to to do as much on your turn after you play the dragon caster. It's going to wait a little bit longer. So it's again, it's just making it more fair. I don't mage is already kind of on the fence to begin with. It got a little bit better after the twin slice nerf. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to hurt it too much or not, but it, it could. It could potentially make mage just like that one turn extra just may just be too much. Um, and and it's coupled with this other change that is hitting Highlander Mage along with all the other Highlander decks and all the other decks that aren't Highlander decks that are playing it, which is Dragon Queen Alexdraza. Um, and this is this is a big deal. And and I guess we'll talk about the Rogue Galachron right after this because it's both kind of fishing the same pond. The cards that you're getting off of Dragon Queen Alexstraza and the cards that you're getting off of the Galakron Rogue are going from zero mana to one mana. This is a really big deal, and I'm really happy that they're doing this. Um, a lot of the... And, and there was a there was a, a forum post by... Um, or no, it wasn't a forum post. It was a series of tweets from Alec, um, Alec, Alec Dawson, who we know from the... Uh, the golden wisp back in the day where he was talking about um he was talking about a lot of the thought the thought process behind um some of these nerfs and he, he really laid it out pretty nicely um and what he was saying is that the um as far as minor, minor reduction we want to lessen some of the giant swings currently in the game swing turns will still be present in hearthstone but there's a healthy medium there, but not to the extent of Dragon Queen Alistraza or Galakrond Rogue. Dragoncaster moved to 7 mana to make that term more appropriate as to when it's occurring in the match. Um, and, 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 you know, it's also talking about Galakrond and, and Dragon Queen Alistraza there, too. Um, there's a big, big difference between 0 mana and 1 mana. We, we talk about this a lot. We've talked about this on gosh, I don't even know how many, how many nerfs we've covered on the show by now. Um, but the difference between zero mana and one mana, the difference between one mana and two mana is, is ginormous. The difference between not paying something, not paying for something and paying for something is really, really big. So what this means is that you're not really going, I mean, you can, you can slam Galakrond on seven, but... Um, good luck with that, because you're drawing four cards, you're going to need to have them in your hand, and maybe you're setting up the next turn, but you're effectively not doing anything that turn. And you're going to be limited in what you can do with the rest of your turn. Same thing with Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. At most, you get to play one of those dragons along with Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. You don't get to drop both of them. And then you can you can put the next one down the, the next turn. It's, it's such a big difference. Um, like things like Questing Adventure, I'm I'm not saying that Questing Adventure is gonna go out of Galakrond Rogue, but I would see a hard time justifying keeping it in there because the reason that that questing and, and really Edwin um, to an extent are are so powerful in the deck is because you get all those zero amount of cards. Now you're still gonna have Price Parent Togwaggle, which I, I asked Alec why that didn't get changed, I didn't get an answer, and and that's fine. But I'm a little bit surprised that Togwaggle, a wondrous wand specifically didn't get changed when these two did because that seems to be an equally equal offender but it's neither here nor there um but like you one of the things that happened to me yesterday was they played a galakrond on seven into um a whole bunch of cheap spells into a lackey and maybe it wasn't on seven maybe it was on eight whatever um, a Lackey and a High Spread and waggle, and then drew three more cards with a or I, I, maybe I forget I get I don't know the, the sequence might be off maybe they got the Galakron off the, the Togwaggle but at the end of the day right like those huge turns are going to be a lot less same thing with Alexstrasza because you're going to have to you're not. if you're playing this on 9 you're playing an 8-8 right like you're not playing an 8-8 and two things on 9 and sometimes you're playing that to save yourself so, like, that swing turn, even on 10 mana, unless you're saving the coin, you're still playing an 88 with one more body, right? That's a lot different than, than an 88 with two more bodies, even if the bodies are subpar. And if the bodies are subpar, it's a big, it's a big deal, right? Um, so, this is going to be a huge change. I think it's a welcome change just to make those swing turns a little bit less oppressive to make it feel like your decisions are mattering more. Because sometimes you just get hit with an Alexstrasza, you get hit with a Galakrond, and it just really doesn't matter what you did because you just can't keep up with that much free mana in a turn. Right? So, and and hilariously, what's going to happen with Galakrond now is that if you're running a backstab... That's actually going to cost you mana, which, as someone who dislikes rogue, dislikes playing against rogue, just warms the cockles of my heart. Really, like it, it's it's just going to be delightful when when the rogue is going to have to actually pay for backstab. I'm I'm going to enjoy that immensely. But I, I think that Galakrond's kind of been an issue. I, I've been I I've not been particularly subtle about the fact that. Galakrond Rogue is one of the decks that just tilts me the most as a priest player in general, but also just uh, even when I'm not playing as priest because it just can do so much and it has those swing turns that you just really can't do anything about. You're just kind of hoping that they draw bad. And so now it's going to be a little bit more fair. Um, but, you know, it's I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to affect things. Now, I don't think this is really... Going to change too much in terms of like where Galakron Rogue was. It might just push Galakron Rogue down until the next expansion, just because like it's already kind of hanging on by a thread, and these changes are going to just make it a little bit worse. But and and I I like the fact that they're doing this now and not waiting for the next expansion to see if it like gets settled out. Like we had that happen with um with Luna's Pocket Galaxy, and we saw how that turned out. And and I think that it's a good thing for them to. Be addressing this now before the next set so that maybe we get some of these these power spikes because we we are in danger of the next set not mattering if we weren't making some of these power changes um so next up is fungal fortunes kind of uh, kind of fishing in the same pond it's going from two to three um i i, I think you're still going to play it on three though it is going to limit what you know what you're going to be able to do on some of the later turns like if you're playing a mount seller and then you're playing fungal fortunes you're really hoping um you're really hoping for a you're hoping for like zero mana spells to come off of that because otherwise you're you're going to you're going to be in trouble right like you're just doing that and you're doing nothing else that turn because sometimes you'd do that and then you'd have, like, a claw... Or you'd have, you know, an innervade into something... And, and now you're really hoping for drawing something specifically off of that... Off of that Fungal Fortunes. And that's it, going to be a little bit more punishing in the late game. And, and in the early game, it's going to slow you down a turn... But I don't, I don't think it messes up the early game too much. Because, like, you always kind of have... Unless you're coining Overgrowth into a Glowfly Swarm... Like, you always kind of have this weird tension... And you kind of want to go... Um, breath of Dreams into into Fungal Fortunes anyway when you're playing Druid, so this kind of makes that a little bit str- a little bit more straightforward now that the dragons have gone into the deck. I think it actually kind of makes that curve a little bit cleaner because there's always kind of that weird question about like which do you draw, which do you play, and I always like to play the breath first just because if you happen to hit the uh, the dragon off the breath, then you would still ramp, but if you hit the dragon off the Fungal Fortunes, then you're not, <laughs> so I, I think it actually may make the the curve a little bit smoother. But it, you know, adding a mana to that, slowing that draw down, may just kind of help more in the late game when you're kind of using that for refill. Um, and then we get to the the more 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 Demon Hunter changes, and I think every card that's been in Tempo Demon Hunter. I, I think I saw a, a tweet from Meaty. I think it's like Netherwing and or Umberwing rather, and Sator Overseer are like the only cards in Tempo Demon Hunter that have not gotten touched between April and now, which is which is kind of amazing. And and I, I don't want to you know I don't want to say anything negative about the Dev team, but I, I do want to I do think that this is. Something I'm hoping that they learn from, I mean, I know they're not going to introduce a new class all that often, but like this, it, it clearly came in too strong and, you know, them having to back all of this off like over and over again. I, I think that's something that I'm hoping that they're going to learn from. I do wonder Greetings, if, um, fellow humans. I do wonder if we got this like, uh, you know, last year when we were just getting uh, Rise of Shadows, and we got the new class, like, maybe it would have been a little bit more reasonable, because they wouldn't have had to shoot for the power level, but because the power uh, spiked up so much in, like, Old Doom and Dun- and um, and Descent of Dragons, when they introduced the new class, now they had to bring the power level up, even above that level, just to make it do something. And it's, you know, I mean, we saw where we, saw where we ended up, right? So... Um, so anyway, so we're getting three more nerfs to Demon Hunter Kane is going from a 4-mana 3-5 to a 4-mana 3-4 Metamorphosis is going from um, from 5-mana, actually I gotta see, I'm reading it off the thing and it's way too small <laughs> and I need to look at my notes that are on my other screen, um, so Metamorphosis is going from deal 5 damage to deal 4 damage and uh Warblades of Azenoth are going from 5 mana to 6 mana. So, these are all pretty big changes. I think that making Kane, like, the difference between 4 health and 5 health, like, we keep talking about this, right? Like, we've been talking about this really since um, Evil Miscreant, which came in at a 1-5. And also um, Faceless Corrupter, which were 5 fives. Like, the, the break point from 4 health to 5 health early is so big because there are a lot of things that can do 4 damage both between minions and um, and spells there are a lot fewer that can do 5 so this going for, from 3-5 to 3-4 just means it's going to value trade less or, or it's going to take less to trade it away because it's probably going face um, a lot of the time so it, it's going to take a little bit less to clear it which is good because this is a threat as long as it's on the board. If, if you can't put a taunt in the way to, to protect yourself from it, obviously. Um the the metamorphosis going down to uh four damage me is it, it, it is again very similar to the faceless corrupter. Um the faceless corruptor change. And I'm gonna have to make a note for when we're reviewing cards for anything that has the number four or five on it, that's relatively early because this is a big difference, right? Like, and and this is going back even to like the rogue, the original rogue quests when all the minions went from five fives to four fours, because like the to having only being able to do eight damage as opposed to ten, um, that that is basically unstoppable, effectively, because there's not really very much that other than uh, like spellward jeweler, maybe which I'm surprised we have... Is that still in standard? I don't even know. If it is, I'm surprised we haven't seen people trying to use it. Um, but other than that, like the one that makes you uh, your face untargetable by, by spells and hero powers, Like other than that, there's not really anything you can do to stop that damage from coming in. So having that be 8 unstoppable damage as opposed to 10 unstoppable damage, it's a big deal. And, and it's also the kind of thing you can heal back from a little bit better when it's coming in smaller chunks like that. Um, it might be enough to get Metamorphosis to drop out. I don't think it will. I I think it'll still be a finisher that can go over Taunt, so it's relevant. But it's going to be a little bit less of just an inevitable win, just because of the the reduced damage. And then we have uh, War Glaze of Asenoth. Like I I think that five mana has always kind of seemed a little bit too early for that. Like if you think about this normally, what it's doing is six mana for six damage, which is fairish, doing six ma- six damage for five mana is a little bit unfair. And it doesn't it's gonna break the curve a little bit, right? Because like when they nerfed skull, then you kind of have this natural you play the warglaives, you clean up the board, and then you you'd skull to refill and then you keep going on about your business. Right? And now it's going to be a choice between Warglaives and skull or warglaives and attack um glaive bound adept. Right. So, again, the card is bananas. It's going to continue to see play, but it's going to be coming out a little bit later, which means you might get a chance to build a board, which means Druid might have a little bit more of a chance. Because normally the reaction to Glowfly Swarm is going to be um, Warglaives, right? Like you play the the Glowfly Swarm, immediately the Warglaives come down and clear your board. Every single time it feels like, and now it's going to be a little bit less of that. Um, so it's going to be a little bit more fair. I think that's a good change. I think, and and it's also going to kind of change the 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 layout of the tempo um, the tempo demon hunter because like there are so many six mana cards in that deck now, and and metamorphosis is effectively a six mana card. Um, like I I don't. I wouldn't ever say that Demon Hunter is going to be unplayable, because like, it, nothing seems to stop it. But, and, and it finds other things to fill the gaps, right? Like, we could see some of the other weapons coming in. We could see them say, screw Warglades, I'm just going to play the 7-mana weapon that does damage to adjacent minions. Like, I don't think so, but it, it could come in. So I think that Demon Hunter will, will, will see play, but this is hurting the late game as opposed to the early game now. And I think that it's going to take a little bit of time for the deck to regroup from this. I would imagine that you're probably going to see less of it at Master's Tour just because you're not going to have enough time to test with it. Um, I'm sure some people will bring it, and they'll probably do well because people aren't going to know what to, what to play against. Um, but I do think that this is going to be uh, a big change for Demon Hunter, and, and I'm hoping that it at least gets to feel fair. Like it, it, I'm okay with it being a, even a Tier 1 deck, or maybe like a high tier two deck, but um, but I don't I don't think it's necessarily uh, you know should be at the top of the meta after all these nerfs. Like let something else have a chance, right? So what what do we what do we do with all this, right? Well, one answer is play priest because <laughs> there are, there are two uh, tier two decks effectively, really three that. Um, are getting better just by virtue of standing still um, Galakrond priest and in particular Q priest has been seeing a lot of refinement over the um over the last um, couple of weeks and Q priest is um is is a real deck, and it's very good and I think that if it can get a little bit of of help in the early game and not have to. It may go back to the regular Gallop Priest for all I know, because I don't. I don't know if you actually need all that early game if Demon Hunter is going to be a little bit less oppressive. Um, like I've been running Water Bearers in mine just because I need the extra healing and maybe you don't need that anymore. I'm not sure, but, um. But in any event, I think that that Priest is definitely going to be there now. The re- the reason I don't think it's going to be oppressive, is because of um is because highlander hunter is also gonna be a thing and highlander hunter preys on priest right so i think highlander hunter is probably a pretty a pretty safe play right after the right after the nerfs hit yeah it gets hit by the dragon by the dragon queen alex draws a little bit but I, I think that's fine like hunter putting down two dragons as opposed to three is is probably okay um if it's getting to turn nine anyway so, and, and Highlander Hunter has a lot of tools in it. If, if it's not just losing outright to Demon Hunter, and if if Warrior is going to take a step back because of the increase in Priest that one would expect with these other changes, then um, then Highlander Hunter could could find a place. And and Quest Warlock also just like it's it's again it gets wrecked by Demon Hunter. If Demon Hunter is taking a step back, and I don't know if it is. If Demon Hunter does take a step back, then Maybe maybe Quest Warlock's a little bit more a little bit more relevant. Hell, maybe we could even go to Galacron Warlock. Who knows? Like there's been a lot of weird experiments over the last couple of days. Um and and someone I, I think one of the well, someone got to High Legend at um with Galacron Warlock, but they only played like four games. So um so yeah, so it's going to be it's it's going to be something worth trying at least. And maybe the, the the actual makeup of the deck again changes a little bit because those are as close to control decks as we get in this meta and so if that's what's happening then you know things may have to change in order to in the 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 quote unquote control decks in order to um in order to adapt to what you're seeing but i i could see quest warlock maybe maybe coming and um and doing something um so that's what i think i think the demon hunter will probably still be a deck i think warrior will be a deck warrior really doesn't change that much and and druid will probably be a little bit slower but it'll probably be fine and druid may actually get better if demon hunter really does take a step back because demon hunter is the only thing that's keeping druid down right now um druid can has a puncher's chance against anything else including warrior so druid may be a deck to play too because I don't think this change from two to three mana for fungal fortunes I think it makes it a little bit more fair and maybe this maybe that changes is more significant than I think it is but I think it's it's the early game when fungal fortunes is really is really a big deal and I think in later in the game I, it's it's probably not as big of a deal that it's going from two to three mana but I could be wrong on that um, and you know and and then we'll all have a good laugh when um, when rogue plays a one-mana backstab and has to pay for their backstab. So, um... Did I miss any questions from chat? Is there anyone, since we're, we're doing this live, are there any questions that anyone wanted to, uh... Any, anything I didn't cover? Or anything that, um... That anyone was expecting to hear about? I think I got everything. But there might have been one or two things that I'm missing, or some, some other deck that's, you know, not exactly tier one that I'm missing, but um going once going twice i guess i i will take that as a as a no but um anyway so so that's going to do it for this uh special emergency uh live edition with um with more circus animals <laughs> of of off curve what, what do i okay so before i get before i get there steven sensei says what do you expect to not see play after the nerfs i think demon hunter will probably take a week um i don't Think shaman or, Pally or paladin are going to get there? I, I think they need more cards. I, I don't think shaman or paladin are, like this is not going to help them. Like maybe a little bit, maybe if Demon Hunter's going away and and like Pal- Libram Paladin can prey on Warrior, like maybe, but I, I just don't. I don't see it happening. And shaman is also like there have been a couple people have done well with totem shaman, but I I don't think that this is going to be the change. I think we just need them to get like an apology expansion. In a month, and then that's when you start seeing shaman and paladin. Um, I would I would expect that shaman and paladin are going to get like demon hunter level cards to make up for how bad they've been this expansion. Um, do you think highlander and classes without without class specific payoffs are too dicey to play after the after the dragon queen Alex draws and nerf? That's that's actually something I, I, I meant to mention and I did and I didn't and I'm glad you asked about that. But for life, um, I think it's probably fine in something like a quest warlock just because it's still value and it's something you can play and I don't I think that if it's even just playing an 88 and getting something to do the following turn is probably okay for Quest Warlock um, it would I, I don't but I, I could see it falling out, right? Like I could see that that's not good enough and we're gonna play something else instead. but I don't know what you would play, right? Like it's also playing Zephyrus and Zephyrus is like it's 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 a, it's a big crapshoot. To um you know because you need to draw out your whole deck like even at least Alex is still an eight eight and that's probably how it's going to get played early, um and and all, the other thing with with Dragon Queen Alex and like a quest warlock is that it's activating your other dragons, right? So it's kind of okay if it sits in your hand like it's activating your craze and other wings. So it's kind of doing its job by sitting in your hand even if you don't get to play it till late and that that value can kind of replace itself later. So I could see it, but I don't know that you'd run it in like some of the other decks that are not actually highlander i don't know if you're or if you're going to go as much for like highlander in the non-highlander classes like highlander warrior highlander priest maybe that's a little bit uh, maybe that's enough to nudge away from those um what did i get for mcdonald's a quarter pounder and fries and um nuggets for the kids and then a gigantic soda because it's been a day and it's been a week (laughs) so that is what i got samurai flea all right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. We've got some spellmates to play. If you're if you're here on the stream, if you're not on the stream, you should come to the stream, um, which is at Twitch.tv/slash WickedGoodFM every Monday and Thursday night. Um, we have a really good time, and um, I would love to have you. Um, but you can also get all the links at the show notes at OffCurve.com. You can. Uh, follow the uh, Twitter account at offcurve if you want to get an just when new, sh- new episodes go live and when there's other important things going on with the dashboards that I do at offcurve.com dot slash masters tour for masters Tour qualifiers, which I'm sure will be a, a very good resource if you are um, planning on on prepping for master's tour Asia, pa- Asia Pacific online or if you're looking to play qualifiers after it, um, that'll be a good resource for you. You can follow me on Twitter at um, where I am tweeting early and often. Uh, you can join the Discord at discord.offcurve.com. There's a lovely group of people with a very respectful conversation and, and good intelligent conversation Then we'd ha- be happy to have you there. And, um, you know, do leave a review on iTunes if uh, or Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it this week, if you are so inclined. Um, that helps other people find the show. And um, most of all, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.